The cool down is brought to you by Manscaped. Ever since my Nathan started using their products, I can't cool down. Fellas, trust me, go to Manscaped right now and get 20% off and free shipping by using the code REF. Your ladies will appreciate you. Now back to Trev, Stoner, and my Manscaped man, Nathan. My man Stoner wanted to continue arguing with me. And I'm, just, I'm just trying to do a segue into uh, this next topic here, which is Ron Rivera again opening up and uh, and and saying things that we're all getting. Well, not we, but I mean the fans are kind of getting riled up. National media is getting up there. Ron Rivera admitted that he wasn't aware of how good Sam Howell was throughout the 2022 season. Yeah. Or he would have started him sooner, according to Albert Breer. Um, Rivera recalled talking to his wife. All we effing talked about was the quarterback. I kept saying, F, if uh, I would have known this, I would have played him sooner. I think, um, I think Pat McAfee said it best when he said Ron is using his inside voice outside. Why is he saying these things? It just opens him up to scrutiny. Why keep that stuff to yourself? Just he constantly sticks his foot in his mouth and it makes national news. And we all got to sit here and defend Ron because he's our guy. Mm. But I will defend him in this way. We have to get rid of this narrative, this one particular narrative which is that Ron drafted Sam Howell to be the the quarterback of the future. He didn't do that. He drafted him as an afterthought. It was fifth round. He he moved up into the fifth round because Sam Howell is still available. Let's take a flyer on this guy. He didn't say, Sam Howell in the fifth round, that's the future of the Washington Commanders. He didn't say that. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows it. He took yeah. a flyer on it. It probably wasn't even all him. It was probably Marty getting involved as well. Yeah. As we've seen those draft videos and there's a little bit more collaboration and uh, Ron obviously has a strong say in the roster, but Marty probably was just like, Hey, we got this QB. I, th- we think that this could be a guy we could develop. Um, let's see what we got there. You're but there was, right. there was no problem not knowing that this entire, that entire year. He had Carson Wentz. He's paying Carson Wentz $28 million. He had to see if Carson Wentz was the guy. Every day in practice, Sam Howell was an afterthought. They didn't even realize he was sitting out there running the scout team or doing whatever he was supposed to do as the third-team quarterback. Hmm. So I don't blame him for that. He didn't realize it. Heck, he even got to game 18 or, or game 17, week 18, whatever it was, he wasn't even going to play Sam because he barely even knew he was on the team. And then somebody was like, you know, maybe we should give this kid a shot. And they did. And then he was like, oh, maybe we got something here. <laughs> but yeah. I don't blame him for not knowing what they had in him the entire year. I, I don't I don't know that I'm going to give him that, uh, that leeway, Stoner. Mm. I feel like his job as the head coach – is to kind of have a gauge on his players. And if if you're if you know that this team is lacking quality quarterback play. Yeah. Which you do. You've you he 
quarterback was one of his his all timers last yeah, season. Was sure. him just like what? What's the difference between you and the other teams? Quarterback, right? right? He said that, and he's he's saying that he talked with his wife and with others about quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Mm-hmm. How is it not brought up that a guy that you kept on the fifty three, mm-hmm. mind you, not not a practice squad guy? I don't remember that, but. If you a, say so, a fifty-three guy. I don't know if he was a fifty-three guy. He was a fifty-three guy. He was a fifty-three guy when Carson got hurt, and he had to be the backup. Someone, someone fact check me here. Gus Bus isn't here to fact check Where's me. Gus someone else Bus is going to have to uh, fact check. I don't me. think he was on the fifty-three. I think he was a practice squad. Pretty sure he was fifty-three. But right. anyways, <laughs> the point being, the point being is, even if he's not, even if he's running your scout team. Hmm. You have coaches that are there. Why isn't the right. quarterback room talking to you about like, hey, the quarterback's coach? Why is Scott Turner not stepping in going, hey, because why Scott Turner should have known this, right? Mm-hmm. He runs the offense. Is he only focused on the ones? You have to know your roster up and down. And if you can't, which I, I don't, I will not blame any coach for not necessarily knowing. So I agree with you there, right? Ron mm-hmm. Rivera probably doesn't need to know the Castro Fields is having a great day on the practice squad, right? But somebody in that organization should have been able to go to the next guy up who then could go to the next guy up and be like, hey, this guy can sling the ball. Yeah. And for you not to know that that guy, or if you keep asking the question, Stoner, which is what he is saying that he did, right? He keeps asking himself the question is this like, what are we going to do at quarterback? What are we? Mm-hmm. Gonna do? Like, I have a guy in Carson Wentz who I can't trust throw out there because he just is not good anymore. Right. Yeah. And I, I like Taylor Heineke who's, eh, but I've been trying to get rid of him since the day he came in and I just don't really have a better option. When you have a guy on your roster, like it's, it's like, why not try him out? We've seen other, other, uh, you know, teams do that. I get that. He was, you know, they were in the playoff hunt and it's a big risk to go to a fifth year or a fifth round rookie right. playoff hunt. But the guy's not riverboat Ron for no reason. Yeah. Why not take that gamble when you know you have two guys on the roster who who could not do it? That's that's my thing with the hindsight here. Right. I, I, if we can move away from the hindsight talk as far as that's concerned, uh, just because I want to talk about a little bit more about uh, as we're nearing two hours here, uh, more about him continually to open up and say things that are not necessarily taken well from national media and everything. Cody mm-hmm. earlier, I mentioned I was going to share his, uh, his uh, comment section. Cause it's just, I thought this was a great comment from Cody here. He said, if we think that Ron Rivera says off the wall things right now, just Mm -hmm. imagine when we get, when we get the in season hard knocks Mm. and we're all, all of that. I I thought that was especially astute because it is, I mean, we're going to get behind the season scenes. Now what I think we're going to see, I think we're all going to fall in love with Ron Rivera. If we ever, if we get an in season hard knock. Yes. Agreed. We're just going to fall in love with them. There's a reason why players want to play for him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think he is a bad coach. I think that he often, I think that he has good intentions with what he's trying to say. 
Yeah. I do not think as Allison had put up there that um that he's looking for attention. No, I I, 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 I just think that he doesn't necessarily think things through, right? Yeah, he is it's, in, a very in the moment guy. It's very similar to when he made that comment about EB earlier in training camp about uh, some guys had come up to him to talk about uh, EB being too hard on the team, on the offense. He, again, he was using his inside voice outside. He was saying things that's supposed to stay within the locker room, and he was letting it out to the media. And he doesn't do it for attention. He does it because he just doesn't kind of realize because he is too honest because he is a mm-hmm. stand-up guy. So he wants to be open and honest, but those are the types of things you shouldn't tell anybody. You shouldn't have told Albert Briere that you didn't realize Sam Howell was that good. That just makes you look like a buffoon. And, and it just opens you up to a lot of criticism. But at this point now, credit to him that he did listen to people when they told him to play Sam Howell in, in that final game. And he did go into the off season and say, and look at Sam and study him and all that. But I do give him a pass uh, a little bit, but you're right. He doesn't get a full pass because that's his job to know what's going on, regardless of if he's the third string quarterback mm-hmm. or he's the, the number one guy, you should know that. Fair enough. I, I think that this is, a very silly personally. I think this is a very silly thing to talk about. Yeah. I, I think that this stoked the fire for the fire Ron crowd. And I've seen uh. at least one hashtag retire Ron Rivera. Yeah. Um, I, I, there's this notion that Eric Bienemy is going to be the head coach next year. And, and that might be, I just don't see an Avenue for that owner. Uh, because if if this team is good, why are you firing the coach that that took you there? Right. If if uh, if the team is bad, then likely Sam Howell's bad, and this offense isn't good. So why are you hiring the coach for that and not just starting fresh? So I just don't. I I I get the excitement behind it. I get why they think that, and I think you know there's a lot of smart people who believe that. I just don't necessarily see that avenue. But I, I just hate seeing this is a time right now, Stoner, mm-hmm. as we're a week and a half away from Washington taking on the Arizona Cardinals, mm-hmm. that we should have harmony. I mean, we got a sold out stadium yeah. that's going to be filled with burgundy and gold standing room only. And people are asking already for us to fire our head coach. <laughs> I know that's kind of weird, but that that'll all go away. Well, again, like you said, once week one starts and then after you win week one, which they're going to win week one fairly easily. Uh, but when they start off one and three, because they're probably going to lose those next three games, Oof. Uh, you've got That's my trombone. Uh, you've got Denver, you get Denver, Buffalo and the Eagles are your next three games. Then you're going to start here in that crowd again. But I believe they write the ship you know, somewhere through like Ron loves to do somewhere in the middle of the year, they'll make a run and finish over 500. But yeah, the, it'll go away after a little while and then it'll come back again when they lose a couple. Yeah. Right now we shouldn't be saying it. We should be on to Arizona, which next week we will certainly talk about that. We bring you content 
every day of the week, though. So make sure you stay in tune on our YouTube channel. Of course, you can find us on audio platforms as well because we are on the Believe Network. Wherever you're at, make sure that you are subbed up, that you make that listen, make that view as every listen of you counts. We'll be back live next week, 7.30 Eastern here on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. But until next time. We didn't get that five bucks. <laughs> yeah, I never did do that. Be a fan.